Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is our Gold Coast Season 2018 Primer. My name is Heath, and we're going to get, have a look at uh, each club uh, one at a time. We'll start with Gold Coast. Um, first off, we'll check out their 2017. They had six wins and finished 17th. So, Josh, what do you think was the highlight for Gold Coast for 2017? Avoiding the spoon. That's about it, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, 17th. Um, <laughs> so much went wrong. Well, look, I don't think it was it was as, as bad... For the first half season, as like well, I would predict the preseason, like they weren't that. I mean, they didn't finish last, and they were still tied on wins with North Melbourne and Carlton. No, not North Melbourne, Brisbane. There's a few, few teams people. on six. six yeah. Wins. yeah, they beat the Hawks twice. So well, for I me, mean, that was their major highlight. Was not only they beat the Hawks, they smashed them. Yeah, at home. Yeah, but I think for me, like the highlight of the year is, is landing Stewie Jew. <laughs> that's yeah, yep, yeah, for sure. That, that's that was the, other, a, the big win out of their season. The other highlight I had for them. You, you better be fucking careful. He won't be playing. Yeah, but I mean, they had some they had some wins where you didn't expect them to get wins, and had some losses when they should have won. But I felt like the best game they played was against Geelong when they managed to put in an actual four quarter effort. I think it was the only four quarter effort for the whole season, yeah. and, and it took that. It was an up and down match. Geelong kept on coming back, and they kept on having to um, reassess, reapply themselves and bounce back. It wasn't just that they petered out and gave up towards the end. It was a footy win, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. The one against Hawthorne, they just ran them uh, out of the blocks and blew them away, and yeah. Hawthorne were terrible. In this game, Geelong weren't terrible, and, yeah. and they, they beat them. Yeah, and it wasn't just Ablett either. Yeah. Like, they had uh, other uh, contributors, I'm pretty sure, um, had uh, Stevie May yeah. uh, put his hand up. Also had Aaron Hall. I think he, looking at my stats, he got 32 possessions. Uh, Harbrow, and also Swallow, who they, who they, you know, he's been a bit questionable. Yeah. He actually had a good game in that one as well. Uh, contested possessions allowed Gary Ablett to play a bit on the outside and actually, you know, set up a lot of goals. And so, yeah, I thought that that was a highlight of their, of their season. Um, it's, I mean, they were sitting 2-2 two and two at the start. Went yeah. to 2-3 and three after the loss against Geelong, I think. But, yeah, it's not, it's not as bad as it seemed, you know, at the time. Well, the problem is, though, I think uh, pre-season we all tipped them to make finals or be thereabouts. I don't, uh, think, I, I don't think I went that far. I, I had them around 11 or 12, yeah. I think. I think... Uh, I think we had them between seven and ten. Yeah, between a lot of us. Yeah, had them doing better than what they did. Yeah, uh, far better. Um, I, I guess one positive is that Jago Amira didn't do much in 2017, so don't feel too bad. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Dion Prestia uh, bloke. Get him where you can. <laughs> <laughs> Dion Prestia and Josh Caddy. They still they did a bit. Yeah, they they had a good one. But um, yeah, look, it, it's a wasted year. Like they're again. Yeah, again. Again, and if anything, uh, they're going backwards. Well, you look at next year, they've got to spend was it 13 weeks away from Gold Coast due to the, the Commonwealth Games. The first like 10 yep. weeks at least, I think. Yeah, and then they've got away games, so I'm pretty sure it totals around 13 weeks. So, I mean, that season's almost a write-off as well. You're not mm. going to really... I mean, but maybe being on the road actually creates the culture that they need. Maybe. Maybe like, being at home is actually going to... Yeah. Honestly, I think so. I think uh, too many of them were looking to Gary Abbott to lead the team 
spiritually, spiritually well, and I mean that both in the metaphysical and metaphorical. But um, as it stands, they're going to get a world-class facility now. Uh, they're going to be able to compete on that level. Yeah, by round 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah but they're, they're going to get it. It's yeah. coming. It's coming. Yeah. I mean, the AFL had to throw pretty much kitchen sink to get, make it happen, but... Um, that's the Gold Coast story, though. Yeah, pretty much. Um, they're not going anywhere. But they've, they've actually got the backup now. Like, And getting Stuart Jew in means that there'll be less bullshit. Because let's be honest, you, you've got to lock him in for... How, I think his contract's three years. Probably. Yeah. He needs eight. <laughs> he he needs very eight, well let's might. Let's be honest. Um, it's, a, it's a rebuild after rebuild. Like, he's he's got the Lego bricks out. He started from scratch. Yeah. He's got a blank little fucking two-by-two two well, green tray. Worked for Dimmer. Yeah, that's like, it. How they, many times was the people calling for him to be sacked? They, luckily, we had some smart people that were like, shut the fuck up, yeah. um, you're staying. And that's what Gold Coast need. They need him to be able to build very, this team from well, scratch. Very pot committed there. Uh, let's face it, I mean, uh, Rocket, essentially it wasn't his fault. He was just the wrong person. That, yeah. He shouldn't have been in that position to begin with. Yeah. I don't think he, he gave a shit. He took a paycheck. Uh, he, he gave a shit, but he just he wasn't there. He didn't live on the Gold Coast. That's what yeah. I mean. Like, if, yeah. if you are 100% this is going to fucking succeed, you move. Yeah, like, no, if, and if you can't move, you don't have the job. Ain't your job. Yeah, I thought that would have been a non-negotiable in that contract, but I mean, obviously they were desperately anyone there. Don't um, understand. Yeah. Um, so there, we've sort of delved into the lowlights a little bit, but there are many of them. Oh, the, the big one for me was the poor game. Oh, in China. Yeah. No, 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 I mean the the one in Port Adelaide. Well, oh, in, really? In Adelaide Oval. Right. Uh, just because being there at the match, like first time at Adelaide Oval for me, and I actually quite like it. It's a great venue. But fuck me, when when Port supporters are getting bored of smashing the fuck out of you, yeah, uh, they start smashing the fuck out of each other. <laughs> well, that's just it. They started turning on each other just cause. Uh, there, was, there was no banter. It was just, oh, you dickhead, fucking crack. How he goes? What is yeah. that for? Oh well. Especially after all the talk about the China game. I mean, they obviously had a little coup with their Guernsey. Port didn't really account <laughs> for. That was. They showed more fight. You know, getting their, or keeping their Guernsey than they did actually in the fucking game itself. Yeah, well, they kicked four goals, 14, and yeah. yet they won disposals. And so that's a very piss-poor effort when you can do that. And also, I mean, if you're going to look at, at sort of planting your supporter base overseas, the Gold Coast should be looking at Asia because it's a holiday destination for that yeah. entire yeah. continent. Yep. And so that was a real opportunity for them to gain a supporter base that wasn't Australian and really grow the game internationally. And yeah, have, have a, people that are going to come over on holidays actually watch... Gold Coast play instead of going to rugby or going to Wet and Wild. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's ironic that the Gold Coast went to China to drown. Yeah. the other way around. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I felt that was a, their worst game. Um, now, Paul came out and said, we don't care what uniform you wear. Yeah. <laughs> I, say, yeah, I wonder why. great, all that hullabaloo, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Well, you know, you can wear it then, but you won't be back there next year. Yeah. They're going back next year. Yeah, and, of um, course it, they are. It did sound a bit Bernie Eccleston-ish. In that I don't care if they're hating me as long as they're talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as they're paying their bills. Yeah, um, but you know I think Bernie can probably buy Koshy ten times over. Yeah, and I mean the other obvious worst loss is Giablet moving back to uh, Geelong. Yeah, well, I mean, um, I don't know if that's a bad loss. No, neither do really. I. What do uh, they end up getting for it? Fuck all. Pick nineteen and a couple of other. Yeah, that's more than fuck all. Yeah, um, I, it kind of worked out, but I mean Gary Ablett was their best and fairest. And he played 14 games. Yeah. Um, and I don't believe for a minute that he wasn't... He was physically able to play in the last three weeks and he just went, fuck this. Yeah, yep. Um, so I, I think that, yeah, he is the best player they've ever seen, obviously. 
Um, it'd be interesting if they end up naming their Best and Fairest Award after him. Nah. <laughs> it's the obvious win- person he should be go? named after. There's nobody yeah. else who is known for being a Gold Coast Suns player. Yeah, you don't have the Nathan for Bok. good things. Nathan Bok medal. <laughs> I mean, they, they probably should. You win it and you fuck off. Maybe. <laughs> um, but uh, I think that taking him out, he was never the right captain. No. Like, he was the best player by a mile. Yeah. You know, probably the best player I've ever seen. Yeah. But... It wasn't the come with me boys. Like Lynch and May are a good choice. I reckon it should be May. Yeah. Um, because he's probably going to stay. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know about Lynch. Um, but I think removing Ablett, it sort of takes all that, the the, the two tier system yeah. out of the team, if you know what yeah. I mean. I, I feel that so often the captain isn't the best player. And not always, sometimes he is, but uh, the captain is almost always the player that says, don't fuck up my club. Yeah. It's definitely a skill. Being a captain. Yeah, whereas I think Ablett kind of let the guys do their own thing. Like, you know, as long as you turn up training and go to the game, I'm okay, lads. There's something to be said for that hands-off leadership, but it's it's really a vice-captain yeah. sort of role. Leadership group. But I mean, he's and spent the last few years injured. You just yeah. couldn't do it. Yeah. But it, it takes it out of the equation now. Yeah. And mm. they can start again. But who's the nicest captain you know? Oh, I don't know. And yeah. ha- has he ever won a premiership? Uh Cochin's nice, isn't he? Yeah, he's all right. Although he fired up this year. He did. Yeah, I mean... Bob, Bob Murphy was nice. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't have a premiership. No, he doesn't have one. <laughs> so you got two, oh, jo- two joint captains from Melbourne down at Port Adelaide now, so <laughs> see how it works out. What I mean is, captains are generally quite hard-nosed, belligerent bastards. Um, Heart and soul players. Or even arrogant. Even, you look at even cricket. Steve Waugh's one of the best captains I've seen, and he was... Hard-nosed, arrogant son of a bitch. He wasn't a bad player either, mind you. He could, yeah, could absolutely play. He could play. Yeah. Um, even going all through them. Uh, I mean, Tubby Taylor's probably more known for bloody air conditioners these days. 334, not out. I yeah. know, know that about him. <laughs> but, um, uh, but anyway, we yeah. look at Gold Coast. Um, I thought the other obvious one is they finished off the last three months of the season without a win. Yeah, um, and obviously Rocket got sacked because of that. But uh, when when it went bad, it went really bad for him. Yeah, and really quick. They could play a good quarter, and that was the worst thing. Is that they started off with a few good whole games, and then yeah. that petered off. And I don't know if it was fitness or just don't care. It Probably a mixture of both. Bit of both. Fitness injuries, couldn't care. Do you think Rocket got sacked by text? Uh, I think it was one of the ones where they're like, "Hey, you're back at that job." And he's like, "Yeah, don't worry about it, mate. <laughs> yeah. I'm not coming back." Probably Skype during the team meeting. I, I reckon he didn't realize he was sacked. Like, he thought he was sacked weeks earlier. Like, yeah. oh, shit, I'm still going. My key still works. <laughs> fair enough, guys, fair enough. But it, it did mean that Solly got to sit in the big seat and answer some questions. Yep. He was pushing shit up a hill, but... Yeah, it was never going to work, but he's still got a gig for next season, I believe. Yeah, uh, he, he's still there. In fact, definitely has, yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting for him. No, he's got, yeah. But uh, I think him under Stewie Jew works great for both of them. Well, Stewie Jew has been the, you know, the number one assistant for a long time. Yeah. I thought he was waiting for Collingwood's gig, to be honest. I thought he was waiting for Collingwood or, you know, eventually Longmire's going to step aside. I thought he was waiting for anywhere but Gold Coast. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> he, he could have had other jobs if you believe the scuttlebutt. Yeah. Um, I think Brisbane was the key one. But, and a while this, back. this just doesn't look like an attractive job. No. Like, but maybe that's what he likes. He goes, I'll make this my own. Yeah. Because well, they are a clean slate. If he gets five wins, it's probably ahead. I mean, yeah, that's one less than this year, but still, yeah. you look as at as long as you show so. something. I yeah, that's what it is. The second most important recruit will be your draft coordinator or whatever the position is, because they got this a fuck ton of draft draft uh, choices, draft picks. Well, not as many as they should could have. Yeah, but, well, um, yeah, 
they even managed to fuck a lot of those up. But well, yeah, so they've got a clean slate where he can build on, but it's a matter of what's going to be your strategy. He's obviously been around, he's trained under a lot of great coaches, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see where he's going to start this team off. He's had success at every club he's been at. Yeah, but I, I believe he needs eight years in that, in that seat. It's going to be a long time, yeah. Um, so we'll have a look forward to 2018. Uh, the first off, we'll have a look at the list changes and obviously Applet out, which we've you know already spoken about. Yep. Um, and some other interesting players uh, sort of lost um, microphone head, uh, Jared Grant, uh, yeah. Hallahan, who is a sad one for me because he was the uh, VFL best and fairest when he's at Hawthorne. Yep. Couldn't break into the side and I thought he's going to kill it when he goes up there. Never really fired a shot. No. But uh, anyway, um, Daniel Curry as well got delisted. I'm... I'm disappointed. I actually was a big fan of his at North. Um, unfortunately, he was behind Goldstein. And unlike uh, Prius, couldn't actually push into the side with him. Yeah, so I think it goes down to VFL form isn't really AFL form, isn't it? Yeah. Because he was, he was touted as, oh, it's just any other club, he'd be number one Ruckman. No. Yep, nope. No. Not even close. Yeah. It's a sad part. But the thing is, every AFL game he did play, he played quite well. Not yeah. not break the game open well. All six of them. I don't know. Yeah, wasn't no, making it up. He did all right. I think that was about it. But uh, plus, you know, some preseason games that don't mean shit. Where he tore it up. But yeah, I've learned that lesson. Yeah. Um, they've lost uh, Troy McKenzie. Um, yeah. He's, he's gone over to Port Adelaide as they do their Pokemon um, off season when they've got to catch them all. Yeah. Um, really? Who had a big uh, twenty sixteen, I think, but twenty seventeen just couldn't get back to it. Booming left leg, so we'll see if he can uh, fire that up out there. But uh, again, it's another name player or a Gold Coast player I recognise. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say that. The one you know of. Um, what hurts more is losing Saad. Yeah. Because yeah. he was a gun. Yeah. Honestly, I, I rate him very, very highly. Absolutely. Especially in that win against Hawthorne when he burned off Piopolo. Yeah. Wasn't even close. And Poppy had to give up. Yeah. And Saad went on, kicked the ball, and then got it back again. Yeah. Exactly the same thing happened to Boomer. Yeah. Uh, Burn like, him off. Yeah, burn him off. You see Boomer going, fuck it, you guys, come in, come yeah, in, grab somebody him. Somebody else. Um, but they, they couldn't hang on to him, and he wanted to get back to, to Melbourne. And um, By all accounts, Gold Coast did everything they could to try and keep him, but he, he, he checked out. Jesus Christ, it must feel bad, though. Leaving your club to go play for Essendon. They're looking all right. They're year. looking very fun good. They've recruited well. They've done well. And uh, Matera heads out over to uh, WA, yeah. um, which I think is back home for him. I'm basing that just on the other materials we've played there. Exactly. Um, I think he, I don't think he's a director relation, but you know, it seems to be what, where they yeah. all come from. Only <laughs> ones I know of. Um, now the ends, uh, which are weird as well. They've got Harrison Wig, who I think's from Adelaide. Sure. Never heard of him. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> um, Aaron Young, who oh, yeah. had a surprisingly good again a good 2016, yeah. but just couldn't break in in yep. 2017. Um, he was always good for a couple of goals when he got in, but. He's probably best 22 at Gold Coast. Yeah, which would be see him actually evolve into the player that he wants to be as opposed be. to getting an opportunity which is probably out of position for what he is truly natural at. Yeah. And Lockie Weller. It's a big one. So this is the big one because they've traded pick number two for him. Yep. Um, and I think it's actually, it's a win-win situation. Yeah. Um, it's a shrewd move from um, Fremantle to demand pick number two for him. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, um, Gold Coast could use that pick on somebody who wants to fuck off after two years. Oh, for sure. Or on a more than decent player in Lucky yeah. Weller yeah. who wants to be there. Yeah. And one thing that I found with Gold Coast as well is that they do have some young kids that are coming through that have 
had some good games. They haven't played full seasons. And I feel like Ablett leaving opens up some spots because obviously midfield is one to pick up on the draft. Yep. It's very rare you get like a ready-to-go backman or a, a ruckman or yep. a full forward maybe. But um, young Braden Fiori, Fiorini, Fiorini um, he only played 13 games or something like that this season. But I feel like he's one that can really step up into that midfield role yep. and, and fill it out and make that his own as opposed to having to dance around Gary Ablett. Yeah, um, he played 13 games, averaged 21 disposals in those games, and kicked five goals for the season. He's only 20 years old, and so I feel like they're they're the team, they're the people that are going to carry this team and really yep. sort of make it their own. And that is on the field, their style of play and the culture as well. And so I feel like getting Lockie Weller in is another one who's got a bit more experience, who can relate to these kids a bit better, and sort of yeah, make that team their own. I think more reliable as well. Yeah. Lockie Weller's worst games aren't that terrible yeah. if you know what I mean yeah. whereas somebody like they've got Aaron Hall who can kick you know you get 30, 35 touches and kick 6 goals in a game yeah. and then next week he gets dropped you know yeah, um, uh, which can happen just it's so up and down With I think with Lockie you get a little more consistency and he's got potential to go you know um, all Australian type of, type of player yeah and I mean he's from Tasmania isn't he so he can't go That's home right. and play for his home team yeah. So he's probably stuck at the Coast now. But it was always uh, the, the jokes with Frio and Saints fans and who'd get the, the two brothers together. Yeah. Oh, Lockie's decided, yep. fuck that. Maybe, yeah. I think he's got friends or family up in the Gold Coast. Probably. Not a fan of the cold either, I'm imagining. Fuck that. Yeah, from Frio. <laughs> um, all right, so let's have a look at their 2018. So their double-ups, uh, which are the main ones to look at. Uh, the double-ups are North, Carlton, Brisbane, Melbourne and Geelong. Um, it's probably, you know, for a team that finished 7-8, this is about as good as a double option you can ask for. Yeah, there's no real easy uh, sort of draw for them. No. Well, they, they can't blame the draw. They've got it as easy as they can get it. Yeah. Um, double ups with the Geelong, that's probably still a bit hard, but with uh, the Gary Ablett connection, that at least gives them some draw. Maybe a marketing or... Yeah. Maybe in, they can get people to come out and boo him. I don't know. It's going to be in the country somewhere because they're not playing at home probably in that time. So. <laughs> um. So, who are we looking for big years? Who's going to have a big year at uh, Gold Coast? Ben Ainsworth. Ben Ainsworth. Talk me through it. Um, rookie lad. He's been savage with injury. But uh, coming into 2017, I knew there was going to be a bit of pain for North. And he's one of the lads uh, coming through the draft. I was actually thinking, hoping North could pick up. Right. Went to the GC because they got all those fucking picks. <laughs> but uh, handy fucking little player. Uh, I actually rate him very highly. He had a good, uh, good few games. Uh, kicked 14 goals. So, you know, not bad for... Uh, for a first season, I guess. Um, averaging three and a half marks, a few contesteds, a couple yeah. of uncontesteds. But yeah, he just looks happy with something about him. He's got a lot of speed too. Uh, so yeah. Who have you got? Well, like I was saying, uh, I think that they're going to need to really have the, the link-up plays from back line to forward line. And I feel like Fiorini and uh, Weller will add to be able to get in that yeah. ball to Hall. And I think Hall's going to be the standout. He's uh, got to be the, the ball mover. Yeah, that's how I feel like. So I feel like that they're the ones that are going to be able to dictate what sort of style they're going to play. And they'll give Stuju a good idea of what strategy he needs yeah. to build a team around those sorts of guys. Uh, make the most of their skills and what they want to do with the ball. I think if Adela- uh, sorry, if Gold Coast is to move forward, Hall's got to average 26, 27 touches. Yeah, yeah. Um, and going and up. goals. <laughs> yeah, and goals. Um, I think they also, it sounds silly, but they, they need a big year out of Tommy Lynch as well. Yeah. Um, he was meant to contend for the Coleman last year, and he just didn't quite come on. And all right, Gold Coast weren't that great a side either, and they're not going to be again. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he needs to be kicking, you know, bags. Yeah. Um, consistently. Uh, and more importantly, just Gold Coast can't have the games like they had against Port, where they're yeah. kicking, you know, 
three goals a game. Yeah, but they can't just just play one quarter and then that's it. Yeah. Like they need to find some sort of resolve to bounce bounce back because you're never going to be a successful football club on or off the field without having that resolution to bounce back. Your fans won't come and watch you, and it's a hard sell. Yeah, you know, especially when they're up against um, uh, the rugby league up there and stuff like that. And you know, the Broncos are always up, and uh, the other um, Gold Coast the, Titans. Are they still around? Still around? Sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they are. Could be. I think they are. With the Cairns Taipans. <laughs> the NBL. I think the daughter riding is NBL. Yeah. Brisbane Heat, I think, are the only successful uh, yeah. side it's up there. Starting the soon, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we should mention too when we do the ins and outs, uh, the draft hasn't happened yet, so we don't know who they've picked up in the draft or their academy yeah. players, and there still could be some delisted free agents either way. Yeah. So uh, that could happen. Um, so who's on the outer at Gold Coast? I've got to be honest, I don't think anybody, no. because they've gotten rid of a lot of their outer... Well, gotten rid of slash had them run away. Yeah. I think they're they're trying to keep everyone on the inner. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the only people on the outer are of like draft picks 30 through to 70. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to try and get, the, get them away for some for some people. Yeah. Or the ones on the outer are the fans. Yep, that's true. Yeah, um, way outer. Well, at least they have some facilities now that uh, some people come in there uh, from Commonwealth Games. Maybe they'll get some a bit of exposure. Maybe. Maybe they get a lot of Category B rookies out of the Commonwealth yeah. Games. Yeah. Well, it does happen every year. Um, you know, someone from some nation comes over as a high jumper and it's all of a sudden, uh, you catch the plane back? Nope. nope. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually like the Sierra Leone or something. Yeah, that's the Olympics. At the Olympics, yeah. yeah um, that uh, hang back. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see them, yeah, down North Melbourne. That's why they're clearing out the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know if Sierra Leone's part of the Commonwealth, but no, they no. might turn up anyway. The Queen's been quietly added in a lot of countries to the Commonwealth. <laughs> like, she is still the most ruthless uh, little acquirer of third third world countries uh, going around. Uh, she's got nothing, like, Russia's got nothing on her. <laughs> and the funny part is, we've got all these bloody senators getting fucked off because they're dual citizens, and the fucking head of the country's English. Yeah, yep, yep. Let's, let's blame the English. Fuck yeah, it's their fault. fault. All right, so where do we see Gold Coast finishing uh, in 2018? Like I said, 26, uh, 17, 6 wins, 17th. Where have we got them? We've got them taking a step forward, yet still taking a step backwards in the ladder. So yeah, I think uh, they'll get together uh, some sort of plan for their future. Won't happen next season. <laughs> I've got them going down to 18th. you got them on the spoon. Yeah, yeah, I've got them spooned as well, just uh, because I think playing away from home as often as they are, um, the, the developing the list, the list yeah. as they have to, and I, I think it, it is so even that they could very easily put together eight or nine wins. I just think the the ball's not going to bounce their I, way. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think they'll put up a better fight. Like They won't lose by as much as they did this year because they'll actually give a shit. Last year, we were consensus um, picking Brisbane for the wooden spoon. Mm-hmm. And we're consensus this year as well. We, we've yep. all picked Gold Coast for the spoon. Again. We all got that one right, yeah? That's but, the only thing we agree on actually comes up. Wooden yeah. spoon with a smile. Like, it'll be a spoon they'll take, well, get a good draft. Bunch what, and we got something. Brisbane Brisbane last year, Brisbane in 2017 was a good wooden spoon. Like we said, maybe one of the better wooden spoon yeah. sides you know, in recent memory. Yeah. Um, you can. It's, it's a bit sad. That's the best that Gold Coast can hope for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe they limit their 100-point losses. But, mm. you know, some of the better teams, some of the better teams have got even better mm. over yeah. the off-season, and they've gotten worse. It's so. coming even well, as well, so... If we skip ahead to say, you know, this time 2018, Gold Coast have won the spoon. Do they then think, all right, there's a few guys coming out of contract. We might trade this for uh, some established players and repeat the mistakes of Gary Ablett? Oh. The, whatever they pick up, it's not going to be better than Gary Ablett. Well, they might be a better captain than Gary yeah. Ablett. Or, or they might hang around for longer than seven years or 
Um, I don't know. Maybe they're in a better position to utilize Gary Ablett. Um, but I, I don't know. And I don't know who's coming. Well, Rory Sloan's coming out of contract. I think he's the biggest name. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he resigned. Yeah. He signed a massive one. He's got a contract to Hawthorne. They're getting poached every season from their experience. No We've got nobody left. Yeah, that's right. Oh, hang on. Sean Burgoyne. Burgoyne. There you go. There you Gold go. Coast confirmed. Roughhead. Yeah, you can take Ruffy. <laughs> yeah, no, he needs a bit more sun. Yeah, gotta say, no <laughs> chance he's going up there. <laughs> he's going to the Tasmanian team to get one. James Sicily. <laughs> Sicily. Yeah. He looks like he's from the Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So that's uh, Gold Coast. We're looking at... Uh, Hopefully not too bad of a season, but yeah, I, uh, they're, I feel, they're in trouble. I feel kind of bad putting them for the spoon, but it's realistic. Yeah, it's, it's easy, and it's right. not the worst thing that can happen to them. So good luck, lads. Mm. There you go, Flanspo. We've got yep. we've got one <laughs> for you. Cheers. Peace.